Have you ever thought to yourself, man, I should be a lot further along in life than I am today. What is wrong with me? What is happening? How come I wasn't able to accomplish this thing or that thing? Or look at that person or look at my friend or look at my sister or look at my cousin or look at my coworker. Today, we're going to talk about comparison and how it can really rob you of joy and how it can rob you of an opportunity to act. Welcome to Get Intentional with Mary. This podcast is for the busy woman who appreciates working hard and also playing hard. This show will focus on lifestyle, entrepreneurship, wellness, amazing interviews, and what every woman needs to live a successful and fulfilled life. Be sure to subscribe, share with friends, and leave a review. Now let's get on with today's topic. Let me start first by saying that I was interviewed in a podcast not long ago. And the question was, when did I become self-aware? When did I first start to practice mindfulness? And the answer was when I was 40 years old, plain and simple. And the reason why is because I spent so much of my life really comparing myself to other people, either the way that I looked or the way that I was doing things in my business. So there was always so many things that I wanted to do with my life, so many things that I wanted to accomplish, but that comparison is what was robbing me of an opportunity to act. And I'll tell you why, because we spend so much time in this space thinking of all the things that other people are doing without realizing that we're wasting precious time, that instead of focusing on all of those things, we should be ideally setting up goals and a proper plan of action to accomplish the things that we've always wanted to accomplish. For me, it was a very eye-opening experience because I remember distinctively turning 40 years old. At that time, I cut my hair really short. If you've ever seen me in person, you know that I used to have long curly hair. And for me, I wanted to showcase outwardly what was happening inside of me. I had gone through so many things in my life, having been born in a different country, having having come here to the U.S. as a child, having experienced trauma, uh, having experienced a near-death event where I had to be resuscitated, losing my mom at a young age, being molested at at an early age. All of these things really kept me, I felt, from becoming the person that I wanted to become. But what had happened was that I was latching onto that, and I was using all of that as an excuse to not take a step forward, to not step into the person that I always was. And as I was going through all of this self-realization, inwardly, I wanted to manifest it externally. So that's what I did. I cut my hair. I remember showing up to my 40th birthday party, lots of people there. And they saw me and they were like, whoa, look at your hair. I not only cut my hair, but I strained it. And as somebody who has curly hair, you know, it can really change your face when you strain your hair. I had the time of my life. I was so happy and I was so grateful to have so many amazing people there celebrating with me. But taking a look back at that, I wasn't really fully present either because even though I was experiencing a lot of this change internally and was manifesting it externally, it was only the beginning. And that's why I say that it wasn't until I turned 40 that the change really began to manifest. 
And it's been a beautiful journey. So let's talk about that comparison and how it kept me from acting. Whether it was Zumba Fitness or my business at the time, which was very heavily web design and development, I was beginning to dive deeper into personal training and also looking into life coaching. It was very interesting for me to see that other people already had it and that I was still so deep within my shell, so to speak, right? I was so deep within my shell and I was, even though I knew that I wanted to make an impact in people's lives, I didn't know how to go about it. I was still in a way shackled to my past and operating from that scared little girl mindset, if you will. I was afraid, really. I was afraid of being seen. I was afraid of my voice being heard. I was afraid of what people might think. And I was afraid of being compared also and being put down. But these are all irrational fears. And this is something that I came to learn later on as I dove a little bit deeper into my own personal development, into my own coaching, and into the exercises that I needed to do in order to to get out of that space in order to stop blaming my past for where I was. Because really, as adults, here we are, we are definitely impacted by our experiences as kids, by external circumstances. But there comes a time when you have to say, you know what, Uh, it's time that I grow up and it's time that I start to live in my purpose. And it's time that I stop looking behind me and start to forge a path forward. And the way that you do this is by coming to the realization that something has to change. That's right. And that something is the way that we think. And you know why? Because our thoughts will impact the way that we feel. Our thoughts can take us back to a memory of a time when we were in pain or a memory of a time when our feelings were invalidated. And here's another thing too, that what happened to us as kids can manifest in different ways when we become adults. You may not have the actual memory of somebody not validating your feelings or somebody doing something to you that hurt you. You might've blocked it off but we still operate from that space. So understanding where all of this is coming from is key to being able to move forward. When you go back to think about all of these things, you are almost trying to find evidence of why it is that you shouldn't be doing the thing that you may want to do. You are trying to find evidence that it's not going to work out. You're trying to find evidence that maybe somebody else tried it and it didn't work out for them. So why would you do it? These are all games that your mind will play and you have to know how to play the game. So the way that we do this is by being aware first of the way that we are thinking and understanding where these thoughts are coming from so that we can react accordingly and so that we don't let these thoughts just kind of run rampant and and take over. And before you know it, your day is ruined and you're exactly where you've always been, stuck without the ability to act, to move forward, and then the comparison game starts all over again. So I'm just going to walk you through something that's helped me tremendously. So the first thing that we have to do here 
is analyze ourselves. So take a moment now, wherever you are, maybe think about how it is that you wake up in the morning. And the reason why I'm asking you to do this is because we fall into these patterns of thinking, which impact the way that we feel, which inevitably impact the way that we behave. So we end up with these habits, with these patterns of behavior, and some of these patterns will serve us and some of them will not. So it all starts with that thought in the morning. Are you somebody who wakes up excited for your day? Do you feel like there's something good about to happen for you today? Or do you feel like, oh, it's just going to be a terrible day and you're dreading having to get up and having to go into all the responsibilities of the day? And I get it. Not everything is going to be sunshine and rainbows. Trust me, I 100% get this. But there's a way to think about this as well. So for now, let's just think about how it is that you feel. What do you do next? Do you get up? Do you go brush your teeth? Do you go to the bathroom? What do you do? How often do you stop to really take a moment to just be with yourself, to practice some sort of gratitude or mindfulness, or maybe to just take a few deep breaths? You see, the thing here is that we need to understand how it is that we are behaving from the moment that we wake up, how it is that we are thinking. And if those thoughts are going to have us turn around and go back to bed, or if those thoughts are going to put us in a negative place as we begin our day because how we start the day will impact the type of day that we are going to have. If you begin the day by looking at social media, for example, guess what? The comparison behavior, the comparison habit, the comparison pattern is going to begin all over again. So what we want to do is we want to do a pattern interrupt here. That's what it's called. We understand the way that we are thinking. So we need to stop that. As soon as you have that awareness, you're catching yourself so you can change the thought. So we have to replace that negative thought with a positive one. So maybe even if you're not too happy about the type of work that you do, or you can't stand your coworkers or the type of, of day that you might be having could be super busy, loaded with meetings, or maybe you have to drive a lot and you have to sit in traffic. Listen, just think about this. Start the day by saying to yourself, I'm awake. I'm grateful that I opened my eyes. This job that I have is a means to an end. It's a means to an end. The means is the money that I can make. The end is being able to provide for my family or saving for a vacation. If you have a long commute, think about the fact that maybe you can listen to an audiobook or a podcast. Think about changing the way that you feed your mind. Do you listen to the news when you're driving? Because listening to negativity is going to put you in a negative frame of mind. It's going to put you in an anxious state of mind. Does this make sense so far? So we are still here in the morning. Now think about how it is that you want the rest of your day to go. Maybe you can think about the fact that you might have a difficult conversation or a difficult encounter with somebody at work. How would your best self react to this? How is it that you're going to put your best foot forward and deal with the situation in a way that benefits you and everybody else involved. Another thing too that I want to touch on is remember when I said earlier that I cut my hair and that I changed my appearance. That was also me changing my identity. And we have to take a moment now to really think about who we are at our core and how who we are will impact also the way that we are behaving. Because what happens is that we have all of these experiences, of course, from our childhood. But remember how you were when you were younger. 
And sometimes because of all the things that happen to us, our identity shifts. We become somebody else. We become molded by our circumstances and molded by other people and their feedback. So if you are right now thinking that you want to be further along, that you want to have a different life, that you want to live a great lifestyle, that you want to change your body, that you want to change the way that you eat, whatever it is that you have to change, you have to embody that person. The second exercise that I'm going to have you do is visualize. Visualization is powerful because it really allows you to not only think about your future self, but to embody your future self. So the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to close your eyes. Now, of course, don't do this if you're driving, save this episode and make sure that you refer back to it. And also, while I have you here, send this to somebody else, send this to somebody you care about, help me spread the word, help me help you to reach somebody who really needs these words and who really needs a proper exercise to help them get through and to help them change their identity so that they accomplish their goals. So the first thing that you're going to do is close your eyes and we're going to use all the senses here. Take a few deep breaths. Go ahead and breathe with me. And out. We're going to do this three more times. Take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Again. Last time. Now we just took a few deep breaths to calm our nervous system. You should feel that your shoulders have dropped a little bit, that you are in a more calm state of mind. Continue to keep your eyes closed and think about the life that you want to have, any aspect of your life. Maybe for you, this is climbing up in the corporate ladder. Maybe it's running a marathon. Maybe it's losing weight. Maybe it's finding love. Whatever it is, think about that right now. What is it that you desire? What is it that you would like to manifest? What is the type of life that you want to have? Now, what you're going to do is envision yourself in the day of that future you. What is it that that future you is doing in the morning? What are the first thoughts that the future you is having? What are those habits that you have in the morning? Think about what is around you. Think about the environment that you are in. So you're going to place yourself in this environment. You're going to see, you're going to use your eyes here. The first sense that we're going to use is your vision. What do you see? What do you see around you? What kind of furniture do you have? Is it a sunny day? Is it a cloudy day? Are your shades open or are they closed? Think about this. Also think about what you hear. What can you hear? Do you hear the birds chirping? Are you away on vacation somewhere? Or maybe your life is now the type of life where when you wake up, you hear the birds and maybe you hear the ocean. What do you hear? Think about it. Also, what do you smell? Do you smell the fresh air coming through the window? Do you smell maybe essential oils in your room or maybe a candle that's on your nightstand that hasn't been lit, but you, but it's so fragrant that you can smell it. Or maybe you smell somebody making breakfast for you. Now you're going to get up and you're going to walk around and find something that you can touch. What is it? What is it that you can touch? Visualize it. Are you looking through your clothes? Are you grabbing your sneakers or are you getting ready to go for a run or to exercise? Are you grabbing your journal? Are you going to your favorite chair to sit down to write down your thoughts? 
Now think about something that you can taste. What is it that you are drinking first thing in the morning? Are you drinking water? Did you make yourself a smoothie? Are you having tea or coffee? What is it that you are doing? By bringing all five senses into your vision, you are really living in it. By putting yourself in the middle of that environment, you are embodying the person that you want to become. Now think about the way that you feel. Think about something that is going on that goes in line with who you truly are, that goes in line with your authentic self. Think about accomplishing that goal or giving that amazing speech. How do you feel? How does that feel in your body? Do your hands get a little bit tingly? Are you excited? Are you happy? Are you laughing? Who is around you? Visualizing your ideal life is a great exercise to do when you know that you are made for more, when you know that something has to change, when you see yourself embodying those habits, when you see yourself making the changes physically that you need to make in order to live the life that you deserve. This is an amazing exercise to do. And of course, you can visualize whatever you'd like. You can take this and do this exercise as often as necessary throughout the day. Involve the five senses. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What do you smell? What do you taste? Really immerse yourself in the experience. And I promise you that by doing this, you are going to change your entire life. And this is also something that is extremely useful when you feel anxious, when you feel stressed out, when you feel overwhelmed, to really go to your happy place. For me, it has to be a place where I can feel the sunshine on my skin, where I can smell the ocean breeze, where I can see the palm trees, where I hear music in the distance. It's a place that puts me at ease, that makes me happy. For you, it could be a special room in your house, or it could be your backyard, Or it could be that special trail where you like to go hiking. Embody that. Put yourself in that environment. And when you're ready, open your eyes and notice how you feel. Notice whether or not you are ready to take action. Because what we've done before is no longer going to serve us. What we need to do now is be mindful of our patterns of thought. Be mindful of our patterns of behavior. And act so that we change our circumstances. And that's what this is all about. Once we learn how to do this, there's no need to compare ourselves to anybody else because we are living from a place of authenticity. We are living from a place that is true to us. We are living from a place that makes sense to us, a place that does not feel forced. We know who we are at our core. We know how we think. We've mastered now how to control our thoughts and how to control our feelings. We know what to do. That is it for today, my friend. Thank you for being here. See you next time on Get Intentional with Mary.